if you had to guess, what do you think Zacchaeus was expecting that day? Did he just want to see what Jesus looked like? Did he want to catch a word or two of his speech? Did he want to see a miracle? How much was he expecting to get out of that brief moment when Jesus walked through the crowd? Trying to see something happening beyond a crowd of people is a universal human experience. Whether we're little kids or big adults, I'm sure we can all think of a time when we've stood on our tiptoes, jumped up and down, strained our necks, or even pushed our way to the front to get a glimpse of someone who fascinates us. For Zacchaeus, it was climbing trees. But I think in many of those occasions in our lives, we aren't expecting that much. Maybe we'll come away with a celebrity sighting, or a word of wisdom we hear from someone, or maybe we'll have a good story to tell our friends. That's because if I'm just one person in the crowd, I'm not expecting a celebrity to recognize me or know my name, much less be searching for me. Thought experiment. Pick your favorite movie star or singer or inspiring person Pick your favorite. Let's just say, for example, it's it's Tom Cruise. Can you imagine if you're in a huge crowd of people on the sidewalk for the debut of Top Gun Maverick? You're You're in California. All the stars are getting out of their limos. Can you imagine you're in a crowd, you're on tiptoe to try and see Tom Cruise, who himself is a little short, the Tom Cruise, and when he pulls up to the curb, he gets out of his limo, the cameras are flashing and clicking nonstop, and as he gets out and walks on the sidewalk, he sees you behind the rope, and he comes over to you, and he looks at you, and he says your name, and he says, are you Mark? Oh, wow, I've I've always wanted to meet you. I I was scheduled for this big, like, um, premiere of my film, but you know, um, I'm just going to skip it now. Can we just go back to your place and hang out a little bit? I'd just love to get to know you more. Like, we, we can't actually even imagine this. It's like, this never happens. Like, this is so crazy. But imagine if that happened. And, and what would you do? Like, what would you say? Like, uh, really? You've, you've been waiting to meet me? I mean, uh, if you go back to my house, I mean, all I've got in my fridge is some orange juice and some pickles. And the pickles are really old. Um, uh, you know? And what would the headlines be? The Hollywood Reporter. Like, Tom Cruise skips debut to hang out with random fan. It's just so unbelievable. The truth of the gospel today is that when Jesus passed through Jericho, it was not Zacchaeus who was first looking for Jesus. It was Jesus looking for Zacchaeus. And because of that, Zacchaeus' entire life was about to change. Zacchaeus knew things were changing before Jesus uttered a single word. As soon as her eyes locked, Zacchaeus was looking face to face into God. Scripture says, Jesus looked up and their eyes met 
what did the look of Jesus not contain? The look of Jesus was entirely empty of annoyance, anger, dismissiveness, disappointment. Zacchaeus got that look all the time. He knew that look. That look was nothing new. You and I, we know that look. What did the look of Jesus contain for Zacchaeus? Recognition. The very look of Jesus, the eyes of Jesus before he said anything, recognized Zacchaeus as someone Jesus was looking for, as someone Jesus wanted, someone he wanted to stay with, someone he loved, someone who belongs to God's family, a descendant of Abraham. So much was in that recognition of the eyes of Jesus. And that was a lot more than Zacchaeus was expecting, I think. Yeah, seeing Jesus, a celebrity rabbi, maybe, maybe hear a little parable, maybe have a good story for your friends. Okay, that would be great, but Zacchaeus got way more. And the look of Jesus, the way more, gave him an entirely new identity. And from this identity, this new restored identity, Zacchaeus discovered a whole new life, a whole new joy. Our identity who we are, who I am, is an act of sight. It's an act of sight. Who we are deep down, who we belong to, who our lives are destined for, is all about seeing. And there's three choices for what that means for each of us. Here's the three choices. Number one, I can believe that who I am comes from how I see myself. Number two, I can believe that who I am comes from how others see me. Number three, I can believe that who I am comes from how the Son of Man sees me. Which one of those three, brothers and sisters, is how you live day to day? Which one of those is really dominant? Because that act of seeing actually determines our identity. The truth is only the third choice will never disappoint because how Jesus, the Son of Man, sees me is who I truly am. In God's sight, in God's eyes, in God's recognition, do I find my deepest self and my deepest joy. And everything else that happened to Zacchaeus, from welcoming Jesus into his home, from giving back to the poor, from, from repaying anything that he stole, it all came from that look. It all came from being seen, not as other people saw him, even as he himself saw himself, but as Jesus saw him, everything came from that. A whole new life. 
Today, brothers and sisters, allow Jesus to meet your eyes. God calls you to believe that who you are comes from how Jesus sees you. He recognizes you. He's been searching for you. He can pick you out of a crowd. He will interrupt everything else for you. Jesus loves you. Jesus has come to look for you. In this last minute of the message this morning, before we prepare the altar, I invite you right now just to meditate. Close your eyes if you want to. Take a few deep breaths. And climb that tree like Zacchaeus in your mind. Jesus is passing by and he's looking for you. He recognizes you and he says your name. What do the eyes of Jesus look like? What does being in his vision do in you?